What's happening, you absolute legends, and a massive welcome to the 21st episode of the Double Double NBA Show Australia. You are here with your host, Jack, and my co-host, Anthony, the three-point demon, Tenkati. How are we, mate? I'm great. I actually got some shots up this week and was banging some threes. But you were? You, mate, positives. Turns out, centre's closed, so not allowed to go in anymore. Can't see anywhere. I'm doing like the, the, thumbs the, the sad face and the thumbs down. We'll have everything. to just hold it for another couple of weeks until... Corona goes away a bit more. Exactly. On that terribly sad note, would you like to tell everyone what we're going to be doing today? Well, first of all, I'd just like to give a quick special shout out to Blunt Collections, who's actually sponsoring our show as of basically this week. Um, Mm -hmm. We're starting up a little bit of a partnership with them. Uh, So if you don't know who they are, they basically sell a whole bunch of uh, different NBA cards. They even do NFL stuff now. We've talked about them We've spoken about them tons. So if you're interested in that stuff, which we definitely are, any uh, NRL... um, any NBA cards, NFL cards. I believe he had some other. He had he has Pokemon cards as well. I know that. Does all so the pop figurine stuff like literally, that. Literally so trading card, anything, all your all your nerd services. Them. You can just look Definitely. them up on. Um, Everyone's secretly a nerd too. I'm just you can just look them up on Blunt Collections on Instagram. Instagram. That's where he does all his business. You just message him through that. Located on the Gold Coast, so he can do meet and greets. Obviously, with coronavirus, it's a bit different. Anyway, secondly, I'm going to mention is a massive shout-out to Buller Apparel. Yeah. Those so. guys have been with us for quite a while now, but they've actually got a beanie drop happening this Thursday, I believe. I think it... Yeah, I think it might be Thursday or Friday. I'm not positive. We're going to have so. to check that. We're going to come back towards that. But there is a beanie drop happening this week. I believe I believe it's Thursday, and he's and, and they're going to get it posted out Friday. I believe. I'm, no, yeah. I'm positive. I, I dare say you're I'm probably positive. right. I know I'm right. I'm, when am I ever Anyway, right, it's coming honest. into winter anyway, so grab a beanie. Grab a beanie. Exactly right. We're going to be, we're going to be rocking some around, definitely. What we are doing uh, in this week's episode is oh, we're going to... quick, though. I hope they made the beanies big enough for my ears because they were big ears, so I don't want my ears to. It'll out. probably be about five sizes for my little <laughs> head, but what else? Um, we're going to be having a look at some coronavirus and some league updates and some things that happened. And what we are looking to do for our main section this week. Are you okay? I'm are okay. You, are, just, you gonna, are you having a stroke or something? I just choked. You know how okay. sometimes you choke on your own voice? No, but moving on. <laughs> so, okay. well, anyway, it happened to me. It's not good. Fair enough. We're going to look at three players to watch in the draft. Now, what we've done... 2020 what, draft, obviously. 2020 draft. I won't even introduce it now. We'll just talk about that it like later. that for now. 100%. And then we're going to have a look at some stuff, uh, a little section called, What Do They Have In Common? Now, once again, we'll have to explain that to you and a quick little bit of chatter of about basketball cards and collectibles at the end. Yep. Fantastic. All right. Let's uh let's get it started, mate. So coronavirus and league updates. You got any updates for us? You you're on a, any points? Anything that's happening in the league? What's what's the news, mate? What's the news? Well, some minor news. We'll start off with the minor and build up to the major news. Minor news for me is that the Bulls are switching things up in their front office. They got a super exciting young core with players like Wendell Carter Jr., Kobe White, Zach Levine, Larry Markinen. Um, I could probably rattle off a few other names. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there are a few different ma- moves away from making a big statement in the league. Just with the young Especially talent the that youth, they have. Definitely, they can um, make, some, make a bit of waves. Maybe a change up in the front office that they've had literally forever. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of that. Also, just talking about the Bulls, the last dance. How good was it? Mate, I loved it. I cannot wait. As everyone knows that listened to us, uh, Dennis Rodman's one of my favourite players of all time, and apparently episode three is his introduction episode. So I can't wait to see that. But honestly, man, like... That documentary lived up to the hype. I was a bit worried that it wasn't going to live up to the hype. Yeah, but no, exactly honestly, right. super, super, super happy that it did. I was, I thought it was phenomenal. If you haven't checked it out, I assume most of you guys will that listen to our show because you, you love basketball. Netflix, 
They released two episodes, we figured out today, wasn't it? Yep. Two episodes every, what week. was yesterday? Monday. Yep. Every, every Monday week. they're going to drop. So every week for the next five weeks. So you get to listen to them Monday and us on uh, Tuesday. What more could you want? Honestly, Michael Jordan, then us. Like, same people. But anyway. Goats <laughs> and goats. <laughs> but we might be the goats at Chew Grass, where he's a real goat. Yeah, he's, he's actually, he's actually yeah. quite decent. Anyway. Um, just had a quick look as well. Drop for those beanies for uh, Baller Apparel is at 6 p.m. on the 23rd in Australia, which is Thursday. I so two it. days' time. You were right, mate. I'm perfect, mate. I'm perfect. Could never now. question you. So, um, Also, <laughs> no, just, I, I want to go back to the last dance. I haven't finished talking okay. about that. Okay. I just haven't finished it's talking right. about that. It's all right. You have to ask for permission. It's all right. We can. What we was can your favourite part? My favourite part was... Um, did we talk about this today? I can't remember. I don't think we did. But my favourite part was when after they after he wins his fifth title, Jordan pulls into the practice facility in his uh, in his black Corvette. Corvette in his black Corvette. He parks the car, but like a beast. <laughs> he doesn't park the car. He just stops in the middle of the car park, gets out beret backwards, black baggy suit, satin black silk type suit. I think it was just a tracksuit. Oh, no, it was a suit. It was. A, <laughs> I know it was a suit. Gets out. It just like waves to the crew and just walks in the building and his car's like literally firmly in between two cars at a park. He's literally parked in the, mm. in the road. It's crazy. It's just well, he could literally do what he wants, can't when, he? When you bring five tiles to a city, yeah, yeah, you, you get your own you get your own parking spot. Couple quick points of that were my favourite part is number one, bought a new house this week. Congratulations. Well done. But Michael Jordan's house, oh my Jesus. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And he's filmed in a few different sections of his house so far, and it's, it is ridiculous. Um, Has he? Yeah. I thought it was all in the one room. Nah, a couple different. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I believe you. Trust I me. I don't know mate. if I believe you. I'm, I'm, I'm all of one, mate. Trust me. I'm oh, going one of what? In what? How I was wrong about the uh, baller apparel drop. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that was my favourite part, was my actual favourite part of the show, yep. is uh, Scotty Pippen. I got a new appreciation for him. Yeah, I honestly do like yep. having that big of a pay cut and knowing like what you know, twenty second paid in the league, and he was literally second in everything. everything. And like knowing his family backstory and how he started as literally like in a Division two school as the janitor, basically the cleaning up manager. after people. Yeah, ridiculous, um, and finishes and obviously finished his career as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and like. And, and just being such a, a pivotal player on that team. And, and this was obviously going on when, when I was very, very young, when you were born. So we, we never watched it live. I didn't know anything about it and only ever got to see highlights and stuff. And it was so cool seeing, like, you know, everyone at the time was even saying the deal that he took was was a silly deal because it was like seven years, 18 million or something. But it was good that they showed the reason he had to exactly. take it because he needed the security for his family. for a second think otherwise because if at the first year of his career if he's like no nah, i'm going to sign a one year five million dollar deal and then Could he snaps his leg months. in half exactly. and can't ever play basketball again that's all he's got for the rest of his life to take care of his entire family whereas like at least he's got 18 million dollars and, and that like, was his logic behind it and he, he ripped himself man. off tremendously I, tremendously but like it just shows the type of guy he was and i'm, I'm the same as you i, I like started Scotty Pippen. Me paid <laughs> for him. I, honestly i thought he was I've got a new appreciation for a guy like that. And to fair, some people might be like, oh, what he did was wrong when he, like, sucked it. No. You, no. Don't, you don't play basketball for seven years for an organisation for them to tell you that they're going to trade, not even tell you actually, you had to find yeah. out from someone else. I'd do the exact same yeah. thing. And it, I think yeah, if, exactly you're, right. if you're saying you wouldn't, I honestly reckon you're lying. Yeah. Because... 
That's what I think. Now, a couple other little bits and pieces really quickly before we do move on. Um, Adam Silver's come out and said that there's too much unknown to set an exact NBA yeah. return date. So still playing those sorts of things by ear. Uh, and like executives and players have all pretty much taken salary cuts and pay cuts here, there and everywhere, ranging from pr- pretty much 25% downwards, which is, mm-hmm. you know, starting to impact. Um, yeah, you know, uh, that's actually going to kick in from May from the May fifteenth. Uh, yeah, and on I'll, that paycheck cycle. To, to be fair, I'm honestly getting a bit worried about all these TV deals and what's going to happen with the salary cap for next season, especially on top of the whole China issue at the start of the season. This is it's just compounding it. Are they going to be going back down to you know instead of these players signing one year thirty two yeah. million dollar deals, are they going to be one year twenty million dollar deals? This is the thing though, and it's like I know businesses are in it to make money, but it's, we talked about this briefly on a rugby league podcast. The, at the end of the day, these broadcasting businesses—I know they're losing money. They need to understand though that this is this is this was not planned by the NBA. They, no one has ever seen something like this, and pray to God, no one will ever see something like this again. So, I think they should be a little bit lenient with how how they good. Like I know there's a lot of countries threatening to pull their the license of having them in the country. Like, why? Yeah. Why? It's they they didn't do this. They they don't want this because they want as much revenue as they can. Exactly but right. like I think they got to ease up. Did you also see that Adam Silver said a quote everything is on the table unquote in terms of keeping the option of a regular season open and playing games past June? No, because yeah, there, there, there's been some chatter about moving the actual NBA draft uh, all the way through down to August. Um, so I'm 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 guessing that they would like to ideally have basketball back by then or at least have centers open where they can come and get some some of the kids some tryout not, not tryouts but you know yeah um i've just mind blanked on what the words are where they come in for a workout workout um, yeah. and actually you know get some shots up or something like that because you know if if lamello ball rocks into just say golden state even though they said they they don't want him if he comes in and goes like 40 or 40 from three which is his biggest question at the moment is his shooting yeah they're going to be taking lamello ball yeah, you know? well, it depends on. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables. Definitely, the other thing that I wanted to quickly touch on was uh, Adam Silver said when they were talking about the league's revenue, his quote was, "In essence, it has dropped to zero. Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah, very worrying. But not to be complete gloom on the podcast today. Players have he's he also said that players have the opportunity to be reimbursed in full or part. However, if the league returns with a set amount of games back, yeah. so that means people that like. They're not gonna if they get the money back. The not NBA's gonna, not gonna keep it. They're not yeah. gonna they're gonna do the right thing and they're gonna give it back to the players. Which is honestly, as a player, what you can ask for. That's fantastic I mean, from the league. To honestly, be honest, he's got when, my support. When you look at it around the rest of the world, there's plenty of people without jobs that had jobs, and there's plenty of people that have had to take pay cuts as well. So definitely it's the same things happening all the way through. Do you want to introduce our next segment? I do. So. What we're doing for this, we're having a bit of an early look in towards the 2020 NBA draft. We've done a lot of ranking recently, and we really wanted to mix it up in what we were looking at. Obviously, the college, we should be talking about this at the conclusion of uh, March Madness. Everything should be all done. We should be talking about that all being finished up and everything. Be done. So we, um, we're going to look at three players. So the first player we had to pick, you had to pick a player that's ranked. We used ESPN mock draft, so I... Uh, Picks just, are going to be the same, the so we had nothing. Yeah, because there's so many mock drafts out there that are all over the place with who they've got plays. Like, 
over it. Speaking of mock drafts yes. all over the place. Thank have, you for interrupting me because I was losing the plot then with Have you seen the latest mock draft from Kevin O'Connor? I have. The layout he has is absolutely phenomenal. It is an excellent read. So if you're interested in reading some stuff, I mean, besides listening to our show... You can't jump, read that. Jump on that. Well, you could try to. <laughs> you just might be doing something <laughs> wrong. You can read the little um, heading blurb that we chuck in there over every and week. over again. That's how you but get ready anyway, for the draft. Go have a read because he, he goes through top 30, his top 30 prospects at the moment. I believe he's going to do um, his 31 all the way through to 60 in a couple of weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got his top 30. It's got a breakdown. It's got lots of different like icons and colors and pictures and stuff like that. And it's awesome to just be able to read through. And it gives you my favorite part about it, which a lot of mock drafts don't do, is it gives you strengths and weaknesses, which yeah. is great. I've, uh, that's what I tried to include on mine. So we've got three sections we're going to pick from today. Number one, we're doing picks one to ten. So obviously, the top ten picks in the draft. Section two will be picks from 11 to 30. So you get one player out of that. And the third one, the third section, we are the second round. So 31 and onwards. And you could even do undrafted if they haven't declared for the draft or something off that you know cool. of someone that's out and about. Sounds good but to me. Would you like to get started now? How are we going to do this? Do you want to go undrafted? That do you want to go 2 one? Nah, let's get our let's get our big names out there first. Okay, fair enough. Right. So my number one, which is from pick selection number one to ten, is the projected number one pick on the ESPN mock draft. Is my also number one projected pick, and I don't see this player going anywhere else, and no one else can convince me anything <laughs> otherwise. And that's the arrogance. Anthony, Anthony Edwards from Georgia. Yeah. He is a 6'5", 225-pound shooting guard, which is massive. Let's just say 225 pounds for a shooting guard at 6'5", is a big, big, solid frame to work with. He's averaging 19.1 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, 2.8 assists. Um, I've also chucked in some per 40-minute stats to make it seem a little bit more realistic. Now, 40 minutes... Um, in the college game is like saying per 36 minutes in the NBA game. So I've grabbed all this information from Sports Reference is the website that I used. So per 40 minutes in the college game, he's averaging 23.1 points, 6.3 rebounds, and 3.4 assists. Now, if you give me that in a NBA game, I'd be more than happy with. Yeah. Now, 40% is his shooting percentage. 29 from three and 77 from the three. Wow, I'm surprised you like him with 29 from three. Now, this is my thing, though. He's got some room to work. He's only 19 years old. Yeah. So you're telling me in that's literally going to be his number one thing that they work on in the NBA is his shooting because he is big, he is strong, he is an athletic freak. Okay. I've given a player comparison to a, a bigger Oladipo. And if you remember with Victor Oladipo when he came into the NBA, couldn't shoot at all. He was worse than what Anthony Edwards is and also was... Not lanky, because he was still solid, but compared to Anthony Edwards, he was tiny. Yeah. So Edwards yeah. has got Fair the enough. size over him, and also a little bit more developed in his shooting. I just don't see him falling from number one pick. Before you comment on Anthony Edwards, or tell me your number one player that you've got, uh-huh. I just want to get your overall opinion on the NBA draft. Yep. Now... There's lots of media analysts, and we all know that there's hundreds of thousands of people that analyse the NBA draft every single season. What are your thoughts on it? Because there are a lot of people out there that are saying that this draft is weak. It is. I'm not going to lie. In terms of what, though? Because my opinions on where it's weak is that people are saying that there's no 
superstar superstars. There's no all-stars and that there's just going to be good role players in the NBA. I'd agree. I'd agree. There's only about in a few of these. They're like there's a, there's a select few that I could see that make an all star team. Obviously, the top three are those guys. I am so certain that Anthony Edwards will make an all star team. Yeah, like exactly. I, I would bet. That's why I said the top three, it. and that's why I like. But people are still there's so many people out there that are saying someone that's like ranked in the twenties in this draft might go number one. It could be a repeat of the Bennett draft. Now to completely though. To completely throw you under the bus, would you? I'm going to explain to people why they should listen to me and my picks. Because I love Anthony Edwards. Not only that, <laughs> would you like to tell people who you have thought in the past were going to be quite good? So and have not. I'm going to say have not lived up to the expectation. I'm going to say quite yet. quite good. Yet due to them needing to learn how to shoot better, and the fact you only look at athletics. Because I I have picked some players <laughs> that have turned out to be good. Let's just start with that. <laughs> who? If you say someone that's already... If you say Zion... I'm trying, I'm trying to think of someone off the top of my head and I've got no one. So, Kevin Herter. Um, <laughs> so, can't argue. Can't argue. Can't argue. Can't. High, percentage, high percentage shooter. Can't argue. Nah, I, I picked that Donovan Mitchell was going to be one of the best in the draft. Devin Booker was going to be the, one of the best in that draft as well. Both mm. of them. They both are like one of one of the best in those uh, you can, I'll give you Donovan Mitchell because he went quite late. You can't have Devin Booker though. He was in the top five. No, he wasn't. Wasn't he? He was 13 or oh, 14. That's where he belongs anyway. So, so anyway. You fell into that, um, mate. <laughs> Got him. But yeah. So actually, I don't actually want you because we're going to drag it on too much. But yeah, are you done just, with... Well, to, to, to go on what you were saying, I think, he's, I think he's going to be the number one pick. I've been saying that. It depends who gets the number one pick. I've been saying that since we started this podcast 20-something weeks ago. I like it depends on who gets the, if the Warriors get it they're not going to pick him they're going to pick Wiseman they've come out and said that they're not going to pick him though oh, they've just, come out and said no ball no that's Wiseman that's like the time that Steve could come out and said oh tanking's not an option <laughs> so it's like come on mate like we we clearly know what you're going to do yeah. you're it, just trying to you're trying all, to stay the course it's all very smoke and mirrors with the NBA it different. isn't it? It, it, it it different it definitely is now mine pick who I had, I had Killian Hayes. Now, he's a point guard out of France. He's the third-ranked point guard in this list, as well as the ninth projected pick. Okay. The team at the moment with that pick's the Washington Wizards. Where do you think he's roughly going to go, though? I think he's going to roughly go around between six to nine, so I'm not I'm not contest. I, he's going to be in the top ten. Okay. If he falls out of the top ten, I'll honestly I, be surprised. I'll be very surprised. I'll be very surprised. He's, a, he's 196 centimetres tall, as well as 87 kilos. He is a fantastic offensive guard. Honestly, go watch his highlights on YouTube if you get the chance. He's a perfect build for a league guard. Obviously, I've just said his stats, so we know about that. He's three, got three-point scoring potential. But the big one for me, which is why I didn't pick Lamelo Ball because a lot of people in Australia know about him. Yeah. But he's got 72 games of EuroLeague Ball. Does he really? So he's played against like men 72 times. I think that's going to help Lamelo and RJ a lot as well. And to be honest, defensively, he is very, he is sound to good. Yeah, like he stays in front of people. He does do. He sometimes gives away silly like reaching fouls and stuff stuff like that. But I think that will get coached out of him. Obviously, he's an eighteen year old. Yeah. He's eighteen year old guy from France. Like that'll get coached out of him. I try to do knocks for each of my guys just so I can see what they can learn on. The other one, the biggest knock I read about him from the countless websites I looked at was he heavily favors his left hand. And when you watch the highlights, you see it. Like and when I mean heavily fa- favor, I mean he honestly can't use his Every, right. Everything's left. Everything's left-handed. Yeah. Like he's even if, shots, even when he's got a layup that you can almost guarantee will go in right-handed. He'll try to like reach around the rim yeah, to do it. Left-handed. Exactly, exactly. So I think he's got to work on that and saying that. Like with like you said with 
Anthony Edwards and other players in the past, you can't knock someone that's 18 and say he's never going to be an all-star because of this one thing. Yeah. That's, that's not how it works. That's like my biggest thing with the draft. It's like, yeah, there's players that are visibly much better than others, but you can't. I can't just write off someone and be like, for example, with my Anthony Edwards, a 29% three-point shooter, I can't say at a 19-year-old... His max will be 30. Yep. You, will, you will not shoot higher than yep. 30% or like, from you're three. not going to be a great exactly. three-point shooter. Exactly. Who's, not, who's to say that... That's all he trains, and then in a couple of seasons, he's a 40%er. And his biggest his biggest knock because of this is that he doesn't go great at a defensive pressure because he turned the ball over 25% of his possessions. Ooh, that's a lot. That is a lot. But two things. One, he's playing against men, not other kids that sort of don't really know how to deal with basketball players and stuff like that. Yeah. And because he favours his left hand so easily... You could, if you're versing a guy and you've and you've obviously got the access to film and stuff like that in the Euro League and everything like that, you're just going to push him right the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to put him under that pressure. Once he gets trained how to use his right hand, and obviously he have a few different guys around him and gets a bit more confidence, I think he's going to be phenomenal. And for my NBA player comparison, I went to Manu Ginobili. Manu, Manu Ginobili. He's on it. They play super similar. He's he's when I say great offensive guard, I mean his IQ is fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can see a little bit of that happening. Honestly, absolutely it's phenomenal. a bit more athletic than Manu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, mm, yeah, he is, he's definitely more athletic than Manu. No, no dings to Manu. Manu's the man. Yeah, I like Manu. But, so, your second pick. So, so the 11 to 30. This pick, yep, was done between the 11 and 30th picks on the uh, ESPN website. I went with Australia's own Josh Green from Arizona. Super excited for him to play in the NBA. I had to put one of the three Arizona boys in here, and I couldn't go all three. Um, because Nico Mannion's had a horrid season and has dropped out of the, the top, top players. Um, but anyway, at the moment on the ESPN mock draft, Josh Green is projected as the 21st pick. He is a 6'6 shooting guard at 210 pounds. Now, normally, you would say that Josh Green is a, a big guard at 6'6", 210. Don't yeah. forget, Anthony Edwards is 6'5", 225. Mm. So you can see the difference. He's literally an extra seven kilograms heavier. So big, big dude. Um, this season, to be fair, wasn't one of Josh Green's best. Um, I think his fit in Arizona was a, a bit dicey and didn't really suit his playing style. I think, obviously, with Nico Mannion's struggles too, I think that played in yeah, Josh's, definitely. if I'm going to be honest. Um, so, you know, Josh, Josh is normally a very, very good shooter, a very, very good shooter. Um, he's only he's like the Aussie Ben Simmons. That's the opposite of Ben Simmons. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, pretty like, much. You know what I mean, like, yeah. he's, he's not very good. He's kind of my my player comp for him um, is a better ball handling and finishing Danny Green. So that might put some but things into a perspective for you. His athleticism is ridiculous. Off the chain, but so is Danny Green's when he gets yeah, up. Yeah, true. But I'm saying like against like in my comparison to Ben. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying for that. Like he is him and Ben are both equal in that regard. They're fast. They can jump. Have you seen his dunks on overtime? Yeah. Like when he was in high school, Man, the he's IMG. Ridiculous. Um, Can't wait for it. But he's from New South Wales too. Very what, very what good shooter. He's averaging 12 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 2.6 assists over 40 minutes. Though it's 15.5. 8.4 and 4.8, so pretty much Nearly double solid double. around the board. Yeah, um, he's averaging 42% overall shooting. He's not very good at finishing near the rim unless he is dunking. So that's oh, what he needs really? to work okay. on. Um, he's a 36% three-point shooter, and like I said, that's a bit down that's, this season. What what pick was he again? Sorry, 21. That's probably why he slid to 21. Yeah, because like if he was better at finishing around like tall timber and stuff yeah. like that, he'd be a lot higher. Because you and think obviously in the NBA, that you can when he hit. steps up to the NBA, it's a whole nother level. And if he's already bad at it, 
imagine how yeah. bad he's going to be. Which is the same thing to Wyatt, for example. Um, uh, Killian Hayes, sorry. That's why he's going. He's projected to go ninth yeah. and not equal with Lamelo. I'm not saying he's good as Lamelo, but I'm some, like you know what I'm trying to yeah. say like because he's bad at something that when you get to the NBA because you're bad at that and you can only go one way, they're just going to figure that out yeah. within I, the first. I feel two like weeks. a lot of the players in this year's draft have have glaring holes. That there's no one that you can look at and say, you know what, you're like good all round at everything. Oh mate, honestly, it's like everyone you can find something. Well done, you've you've summed up the draft. You've it's summed like, it up, in my opinion. There's only, um, I think, like the dude from Israel, Danny Avija. I think Luka he's 2. like Luca 2.0, but he's not Luca. He's well, like yeah. a step below on everything, but he's the closest to like a complete player. Yep. But nothing exceptional from him. Yep. Um. That's all I have to talk about about Josh Green. So keep an eye out because he is from Australia. So all you Australian listeners, um, we got another one to cheer on. So we're laughing. Real quick, do you reckon you'll get as big a following as Ben? No way. No one's. Well, getting Ben it. was the number one pick ben, of Ben's obviously. A man. But I hope he does. I hope, a man. I, hope, I hope he gets. He'll get a great following, and like like I said, he's going to be a great great player. I feel like Josh Green, just like his namesake Danny Green, is going to have a great NBA career. Like he might not be the best player on a team, might not even be the second or third best. But he's going to be there, thereabouts, and and have a long, good yep. career. Yep, fantastic you know? role player, like a CJ McCollum, maybe yeah. fringe all star. You would yeah, say that I fringe all star with upside. With upside, so hard to comment when they're so young as well. Now my pick, I had Precious Achua, Achua, Achua. Don't know how to say yeah. it. Uh, he is the power forward out of Memphis. So he was supposed to be playing with the Memphis Tigers and James Wiseman. Now we all know how that happened. Things fell apart. Things didn't fell they? apart massively. The MC- NCAA really. Really uh, balls that one up. So what happens? James left. He left. And Precious was like, okay, well, I guess I'll take the team now. And he played nothing short of phenomenal because it was literally James Wiseman, Precious, and a bunch of other dudes Whatever. that were, were, were on the team. He's the second-ranked power forward in this draft and the 12th projected pick. So the team with that pick at the moment is the Sacramento Kings. I really hope for Precious's case and my case because I want to PC him in my card collection. I really hope he doesn't go to Sacramento. <laughs> I forgot to say where I think Josh Green's going to go in the draft as well. What was that? I think he's going to sneak in and be the 15th pick. What is he at? 21? 21. Oh, I can't see it. Hope so. Okay, where do you think it. pressure's going to fall? Ah, there. Exactly where he is. Exactly where exactly he is. Exactly where he is. Honestly, I don't okay. see him going any higher. But if he if he, if he he slips out of the 15, I'll be furious. Yeah. I'll be angry because, like, he should definitely not slip out of the 15. I think if we've seen an NCAA tournament, then that's where people prove themselves even more. Yeah. Maybe Josh Green then slides in the 15 because he proved himself even more. Well, but what I was going to say know. is I feel like Josh Green would be one of those players that like in a workout, like a one-on-one workout or a small workout, would look very, very good. And that's why I think his stock would go up. Yeah, fair enough. You know? Now, back to, back to, to my section. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, my section. Now, 206 centimetres tall, and, 102 kegs. And then back to Josh Green again. No one cares about Arizona kids, mate. So... He is an elite physical profile and an absolute straight-up phenomenal defender. He also, get get ready, he has the ability to shoot the three-ball, mate. Does he? He does. He does. So he might, some, might be someone you want to collect now because nah, he shoots Because I want someone that, like, if if they can shoot the three, then they'll be good. That's who I look for. He's only started shooting the three this year from his, from his high school days, and he's shooting at 33%. That's pretty good. That's awesome for a power forward that's 206 centimetres. Yeah. I think it is anyway. Uh, he loves to play fast and plays on the break, and he really plays his best when he's attacking the rim. Like I was saying to you just then, he's only started shooting the three because that's what everyone was giving him because they were like, we're not going to let you attack the rim. So he's like, okay, well, yeah. I'll try. And 
like 33 percent that's a that's a good percentage definitely the knock now this is where he has holes in him so he's a very bad free throw shooter like i'm talking in the 60s very bad free throw shooter and he also at times plays with tunnel vision i don't know if you've seen yet you were telling me last week that it was okay that ben simmons shoots about 60 percent on free throws and now you're saying that this is not okay well, because Ben Simmons Contradictory, is an all-star. Mate. No, Ben Simmons is an Done. all-star. Nah, I rest my case. Says the guy that's like, oh, 29% from threes, bad, 32 is okay. Is two weeks in the you're making. No way. You could go back and find it, then two I'll believe it. Two weeks in the making. Go back and find it, then Have I'll believe it. 60% is okay. Have fun. But, so, tunnel vision, and he constantly settles for the mid-range jumper, because that's what the defense gives him. Yeah. Which is awkward, because his best is when he attacks the rim, and his second best at the moment would definitely be and three but he's just constantly settling for this mid-range weird floater last year tatum yeah yeah whereas he's not fighting for his thing that's the biggest knock on him at the moment i think that'll get coached out of him especially in the nba when you're versing against grown men and absolute professional athletes that are like no you're either going to shoot it or if you're going to come in here you're going to get slammed so once he gets that confidence up he's definitely going to get away from that and if a coach is like you take another dumb floater yeah you're going to be sitting here buddy so my comparison, which I feel bad because I really like, I really like him. Draymond Green. It's yeah. exactly the same as Draymond Green, in my opinion. Yeah. Really good defender. Can shoot the three. Yeah. Good around the rim. Mid rangers, like yeah, don't like just don't I just hit feel it. Really doesn't have the passing and vision of Draymond, but I can see the glimpses and the bits and pieces. Definitely, so I can see that. No, that's it's a good point you bring up because, like I said, he had tunnel vision sometimes. Sometimes, but that was because that because he's playing at Memphis with a bunch of. Dudes that are not very good, then we don't don't know that. So, your third pick. This is where it gets interesting. This is where the uh, big calls come out. Now, I've just gone for someone that no one would have literally heard of. Um, You know, in the second round, they're projected at number 44 at the moment. Dude named Grant Rilla from Charleston. Now, he's a point guard. He's 6'3", 190 pounds. Um, He's a senior, so he's a bit older. I've went with him. Uh, and I've given his player comps as a Jalen Brunson slash Dennis Schroeder as his player comps. He's got really high basketball IQ, and my th- biggest thing is every single season he's constantly improving. His minutes have stayed about the same. His just production's just gone way better. So he's averaging at the moment 21.9 points, 5.1 rebounds, and 3.9 assists. So fill in the stat sheet per 40 minutes. That works out to be 26.1, 6.1, and 4.7. Shooting 49.9%, 36.2% from three, and 827 from the free throw line. His biggest knock uh, is, believe it or not, his three-point shooting as a point guard, and that's at 36%. I still think that's a manageable number, yep. and that's why I've given him the player comps of Jalen Brunson and Dennis Schroeder, both not the best three-point shooters, but both have tools that they can work with. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. actually rather athletic. He's a really, really good floor general. That's what gives me the Jalen Brunson um, is just the floor general part, and the Dennis Schroeder is is his scoring and finishing near the rim and like overall athleticism. So if you don't know who Grant Rilla is, make sure you go and look him up. So that's Grant Rilla. Do you think he's going to stay at forty four, or can he creep up? Can he maybe crack the top thirty, or no? It's where he's staying. I think he's hard-pressed to get up into the first round. But, man, some weird stuff happens, especially with... Well, this draft, We, we no don't know knows. what's going to happen no with this knows. draft at this point. So, I mean, 
you know, you, you can always see someone sneaking into the end of the first round, but realistically, in the, in the 40s-ish to undrafted is where he'll be drafted. Fair enough. Now, my pick, I had Trey Jones. So he's a point guard. He's of a point guard out, out of Duke. Uh, Tyus Jones's brother, so oh. they're both Duke-related. Duke Just real now, quickly. What? On your mock draft, he's number one, surely. What do you mean? You talk about him so much. Nah, he's not my number one. Definitely not. Uh, he is a 12th ranked point guard, which is weird because he's at 31, even for 12th ranked. 12th ranked point guard, and he's 33 projected player in the draft. At the moment with this pick from DraftNet, he's going to the Timberwolves. I don't think he'll end up being at the Timberwolves. It's pretty cool if he does because that's where yeah. Tyus went to, so that'd be pretty yeah, funny. Cool backup follow, point guard follow for steps. Definitely. Um, he's 191 centimetres tall, not too tall and 83 kilos. So his frame's a bit to bit to be desired from what you want in an NBA guard these days. The big thing about him, though, is he is a phenomenal defensive guard. He is the AACC 2020 Defensive Player of the Year from a point guard. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when I look at this draft, if you're going to talk about like who's the best defenders, he is for real, and I'm not even kidding, he's worth a shout in the top five. If you don't believe me, you can go watch his highlights and it'll change you instantly. He's a traditional point guard floor general. His IQ is off the charts. Very, very smart and fantastic decision-making. The biggest knock, (laughs) and pretty much why he's at 33, is he doesn't shoot, and when he does, it's not very high. (laughs) It's like, at all. He can't shoot. He couldn't shoot to save his life. That's pretty much his biggest thing. Fantastic around the rim and floaters exactly like Tice. But he can't shoot. Honestly, it's it's bad. Also, his frame too. I think a lot of NBA NBA scouts at the moment with the frame he has, like they're kind of not really interested yeah. in him. But if you want a backup point guard, or if you want a point guard that could develop into a starter when he learns how to shoot, like he could be really, really, really good. My, and oh yeah, I just want to say, like my one little sort of knock on him was like he was meant to come out last season. He was meant to come out when all the other Duke boys rolled out. The reason why he yeah, like committed for another season to stay back in was so his draft stock could rise up, basically. It's it's literally stayed the same. Oh, I think it's risen. I do. Honestly, do. But I mean, like, around that, like, end, end of the first round, sort of, I think, start honestly, of the second round pick. See, this, this, see, this is what's... This is where players like him and Josh Green get sort of months by the whole um, coronavirus pandemic is because I guarantee you when they went to the NCAA, he would have shown everyone and all the NBA scouts that he is far better than the 33rd pick in the draft. Yeah. Like, and the same with, like, Josh Green. Yeah, he's had this less than desirable season because the teammate, the big teammates he has on his team aren't performing. Yeah. Like, so he gets dragged sense, back yeah. as well. So. And the amount of times we've seen players that are supposed to come in the second round have an absolute phenomenal NCAA tournament and then getting drafted in the first round, let alone the first 20, is ridiculous. My NBA comparison for him too, DeJounte Murray. Defensive. Defensive. I think DeJounte would honestly shoot better than him. Yeah. Easily. But and, like, and like different different frame, but... Different frame, but if you're going to say DeJounte, he's a good floor general. Yeah. I think he is. He's got, very, he's got very high basketball. Very IQ. good defensively. Very, very smart, smart players. Now, we've done that. We're moving on to our next section. What do they have in common? I actually done this section wrong, so I'm going to do mine on the spot. When we when like I got the sheet and we said, well, yeah, we're going to do what do they have in common, and I was doing it all, I thought you meant our three picks. So I oh. wrote three things on what they all have in common. Oh. But that's okay, because then as, I'm, as we were like introducing the show, I realized what you meant, so I'm going to do mine off the top of my head. Okay, so 
I'll, I'll start with it and introduce what it is basically. Yep. So what, what we're going to do is we are going to... I, I grabbed a bunch of my information from Basketball Reference. So let me first off start off with that. It's an excellent website to look at it's some stats, stats and stuff state. like oh, that. Oh, no one cares about stats. No, no, no. Mate. Some stuff's not stats. Okay, trust good. Me. Um, what we're basically doing, naming a few different players, and you need to guess what they all have in common. Okay, you only have about, we'll, we'll give you about 10 seconds on the spot to think about it. And if you can't get it, you just say, I have absolutely no idea, and I'll let you know. Excellent. Okay. First one, George Hill, Seth Curry, Shake Milton, and JJ Redick. Uh, I feel like it's something to do with shooting the three ball. Am I right? Am I on the right track? You are on the right track. They've all finished with the highest three-shot percentage? No. Nope. Because Shake Milton's a rookie. Oh. <laughs> all average over 45% on threes. Oh, well, yeah. No points. No points for me. Uh, do you want to keep going? Or do you yeah, want I'll to... get through okay. all three of mine. Vince Carter, Camelo Anthony, LeBron James. All wore a headband. That's actually bloody good. <laughs> I didn't think of that one. <laughs> that is true, but that's not what I have. Uh, is it something to do with their rookie years? Oh, Okay. I'm really bad at this game. I think I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that they've each led their franchise in scoring. Has to do with scoring. They're all in the top twenty in the all-time scoring. Oh, list. I thought too hard about it. I yeah. thought too much about it. Yeah, I thought okay. you would got that one. Okay. The last one. This one you should get as well. Okay. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Uh huh. Michael Jordan. Uh huh. Pistons. Isaiah Thomas. Uh huh. That's it. That's it. So Kawhi Leonard, Michael Jordan, Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. Left-handed. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's left-handed. <laughs> Michael Jordan's oh, not even Jesus. left-handed. None of them are. Um, I don't know. Championships it has to do roughly-ish with championships. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say like I've all like left a team and got back to it, but that didn't happen for Jordan, obviously. Now nah, because you ready? Yeah. All finals MVP awardees. Ah, uh, it's so simple. It's yeah, so simple. Of. I'm overthinking it. All right, they were my three for this week. All right. What do these two players have in common? Kelly Oubre Jr. and Kyle Kuzma. Both have whack hairdos. No. Both have an ego the size of mine. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, I'll give you one more guess. Um... Both both played at UNLV. No, because Kelly Oubre didn't. No, I give up. They're both signed by Puma. Oh, yeah, they are. They're both, so signed, by, they're both signed by Puma. Yeah, okay. I, thought, I, thought, I thought you'd like that. Uh, I'll give you an absolute basic, simple one. Okay. Oh, is, no, if, yeah. if I can get it. No, nah, you'll get it. Don't, please get one. <laughs> so, uh, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. Both played for the Lakers? No, that was very simple, <laughs> but no. That's not what I'm looking for. Have a think. Both in the top five for scoring. No. Has nothing to do with scoring. Both won finals. That was a bit too hard, actually. That was, that was a crap one. Because there's so oh, many that they do have overlap. The one I was looking for was they both got drafted out of high school. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's we the one we I was... could, have, could have listed a few other players. Yep. We'll, um, we'll move on to our I've last got one. More. Oh, you got one you, more. Oh, my Mother. God. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett. Yep. Them two. What do they have in Just common? Just the two. Yep. Both been in an all-defensive team multiple times. Nope. 
both fought other players because they're <laughs> too pesky. No, nah, they're both like from Chicago. Up. Oh, yeah, you've literally we told me that, that probably about fifty times. But I always included it. Tony Allen. You so that's, that, was that was the kicker. That was the kicker. See, so we'll do that segment again next week, and I'll promise to actually do it properly this time. Yeah. So, but and I'm gonna, f- man, I gotta. Do we maybe like? How can we do this so we can get more of a chance to like get them right? Because that was that was hard, honestly. I think maybe besides Kobe and LeBron, <laughs> for all our <laughs> listeners that are still listening, which is every single one of you, because uh, we're legends, <laughs> maybe you guys can come up with some and write into us, and we just have to guess and we say our answers next week on the show. Oh, so like they'll the write into me. I'll say it and you guess. I like that idea. Some, something no, like, I like no, no, that no, idea. not right into you. Like, they write into the show and we just read, Jason has asked, just for example, I use mine, Vince, Carmelo and LeBron, what do they have all in common? They don't give us the answer until next and week. And we've got to find it. Okay, I'm keen. No, I'm keen for that. We'll and do we've that. Got we'll to do find that next week. So, if you're listening still, and we'll post on our we'll f- pick, Facebook um, and Instagram as well, we'll probably pick four or five to do, I reckon. Okay, we'll pick four or five. So, Excellent. four or five, give them to us. Write them in, and we'll pull them up on next week's show. Now, exciting news for all the listeners out there because they're going to get something from this segment. We are starting a card giveaway. So you heard at the, at the start, Anthony Anthony mentioned uh, Blunt Collections coming aboard, and they are. They have kindly donated a Hoops Hobby Box. If you don't know what a Hoops Hobby Box is, it's about a $350 box of cards, and Blunt Collections donated it for absolutely nothing. So we can't thank uh, Jamie and the boys down there enough. It was absolutely phenomenal what they've done. Anthony, I think you're going to be better at explaining this to me. Do you want to explain to everyone what we're going to be doing? Yeah, so we're not going to be starting it as of yet because, you know... It'll be next Tuesday probably because yeah. the post the post and the whole like coronavirus... It was supposed to get here today, but it didn't. That's what happened. So, we're so it'll, be, it'll be next week, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Finger, we'll keep fingers crossed for next week is what we're after. But essentially, what what's going to happen... Um, well, actually, I'll get off topic. Speaking of the post being slow, mate... Oh yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a lot. Mr. Jack went a bit crazy with uh, NBA cards. cards this week. So have a look out in our uh, Instagram stories for some more of our personal collections. On the bright side, though, today did I show you the ones that turned up? You did show me the My Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Garnett. Oh, they are amazing. I got this one card. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to post it. It's like it's huge. It's a box topper. I think. Well, you said yeah, it was a box topper. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's be about fifteen film. centimeters. It's literally film from the camera that took the photo it's crazy did i explain that right i feel like I explain so. that for someone that done photography i should have really explained you'll, that better you'll see it on you'll the see Instagram it but story. it's like it's literally the frame from when the uh, the photo from the exact camera so that's awesome it's honestly i love it can't wait for it absolutely yeah. phenomenal um but anyway back to our giveaway we'll just introduce it to you guys this week so you you know and you can keep an eye out for it what's basically going to happen is every single day in the week we are going to open one packet out of the cards and we're going to film us opening it we're going to go through all of the cards that you get in that packet as well. Uh, and what's going to happen is then after uh, an entire week, so we'll, we'll do six packets in the week, so one each day, and then one day where we're going to run the draw and also post it all on, on our social medias, who the winner is and so on and so forth. Yep. Um, so there'll be six packets open in the week. You'll win every single card that's in there. So you might get an autograph. Zion. So when, or just to clarify, sorry, when yep. you're saying six packets in the week, you mean one packet for six days. There'll Correct. be no packs on Tuesday when Correct. we do the draw. Correct. So six packets, one per day. All you have to do to get an entry is tag someone. So if you tag 10 people one day, you get 
10 entries. If you tag 10 people on Monday, um, 30 people on Sunday, 20 people on Saturday, you've got, quick math, 60 entries into the well draw. Done. Well if, done. if you only tag one person... You're more than a basketball analyst. You tag one person, you get how many entries, Jack? Two. <laughs> so, Pretty close. You get You're one, only going to yeah. get one if you, you tag one. one person. So you can tag as many people as you want. So go crazy. Um, it's going to get you an entry into the draw. You don't need a comment. We, you don't yeah. need to share. You just need to follow our page and tag someone. It what is we, easy. What we wanted to do was we really wanted to give you guys the control of how much you wanted to enter. Some people are, are a bit hesitant in how many people they want to tag in a post and stuff like that. Whereas me, honestly, I've done it for shoes at the time and poor Anthony's got the brunt of it most yeah. of it. And Sam and have a good friend, Braden, is I'll just tag those four because I know they know, they know I'm... They know I'm I'm after free stuff all the time. They won't get it. I'm tagging them in that. So if you want to tag 10 people, you tag 10 people. Yeah. You want to tag one person, tag one person. What, it's simple. It's honestly up to you. What's great about the hoops cards as well is there are some cool inserts in there. So some cards that might be very, very valuable. And there's also some cards that are just your base cards. So you can actually start up a good collection. Exactly. Now, I want to actually verify something. Just because we say the amount of people you tag, that does count as one entry. But it's strictly one comment per person. So you can't tag 10 people, copy and paste your comment, then tag it again Correct. on the same card yeah. and get 20 entries up. It yeah. doesn't work like that. So you can do it on each day, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so if but you tag the same person on that day in different comments, you don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly right. You get one comment per person. Yeah, pretty easy, but I think I think the viewers will work it out. They're quite a smart bunch. They are quite they smart. They listen to us, so they must know. Exactly. Um, so pretty much, oh, basketball cuts. Do you have anything that you want to mention on? No, what about just, you? just that you got your Garnett cards. I had a couple uh, Herder cards come in that I posted earlier in the week. I've got so many cards coming in. I can't um, wait. I'm going to... I think I think I should add some more coming hopefully towards the end of the week, but we'll, we'll see how just we what, go. Just what the world needs. More Kevin Herder cards. Everyone needs more Kevin Herder cards. Exactly right. So, uh, guys, a massive thank you for listening to the show. If you could review it, our show, that would be muchly appreciated on iTunes. How many stars do we want, Anthony? All five of them, Thank preferably. You very much. If, you, if you don't really like the show, to be honest, chuck up a one. We, we're not afraid of bad... Yes, we are. We don't want ones. Bad mojo, bad no, voodoo. No, we're, a fa- we're afraid. Please don't do that. We're afraid. I'm petrified. Give me five. <laughs> Worst case scenario, if you get confused, always press the most. And, oh, God. And what happens now... Uh, what happens now? I don't know. I've lost my plot. No, I know what I'm going. Uh, jump on our social media pages. Instagram, Facebook. We're super active on Instagram. We have our trivia up, stuff like that. It's where the giveaway is going to be. So make sure you guys check that out. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. We will see you next Tuesday.